Claire with Claiborne Psychic Media. Erica Lena. <laughs> awkward. Woo! Happy Libra season. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's something I left out in the last podcast. Uh, Saturday, while we are recording this, uh, it is Mavon. It is the beginning of Libra season. It is the fall equinox. It is officially equal night and day. Yeah. So um, things that I do when it's an equinox or a solstice, um, I redo my altar. I yep. take out my boob rocks and I put them up there, pick different ones. Like, um, I can't show you my altar because, but it's cool. I have it right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Actually, I do a pulse at the beginning of every season where same thing. I, this morning, like as I was getting ready, just like redo the cards that like represent the season, kind of mm. cleanse everything on my altar for like a mm. fresh start. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I went also out in nature tarot today. spreads. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yep. You like went on a run. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny too you. because like they're way more athletic than me, so they were like way ahead of me, and I didn't want to slow them down. And then I found this like random other path, and I was like, I just had a feeling it would lead me back to the car, so like I wouldn't make them wait there forever, and it did. Oh my god, I can't do that. That's terrifying. <laughs> I was terrified. I was like constantly like looking over my shoulder, like is someone, and I had my headphones in, which made it kind of better, but kind of worse, you know, cause then yeah, you're not like yeah. hearing, but mm -hmm. also I didn't really want to hear. Cause I'm like, that yep. creeps me out even more. So Ugh, being yeah. a girl, Ugh. I know. Okay. Anyways, last week, let's just, um, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> right now. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> Yes, I had magical yes. shit. I needed to say this real quick. So I was in Colorado, <clears throat> had a crazy time. Not going to go there. Uh, went to the Denver Gem and Mineral Show. It was fucking amazing. It was so much fun. Um, Goddess Freya ended up showing up for me big time. So I'm probably going to talk about her a lot. I have learned a lot about her crazy claire since you brought up persephone yesterday that's been popping up for me constantly now like i pulled the mating card for uh libra season Mating. to go with the justice card yeah and it was like it even said like on the card like goddess persephone and Whoa. i saw also like in a random tiktok as well hmm. yeah weird yeah i don't know so sometimes i have realized in my short time of 10 or 12 years or whatever of doing this uh oh sorry there we go <laughs> is that better well i think it sounds the same to me but uh okay anyways um in my however many years of doing this i have realized that sometimes there are seasons for things you know um just like when i do readings at like let if i did it at mystic fest everybody has the same thing going on you know 
but <clears throat> deities are showing up right now. So uh, I don't know why, but whatever. Especially Embrace feminine, it. especially feminine oh, archetypes. Yeah. Indeed, it's all feminine, like and also dark feminine, light feminine, like it's all wow, coming yeah. at us. Yeah, even for guys. Yeah, yep, it's been happening for clients that are guys too. So. So yeah, Goddess Freya is one that has really stepped up. I am like fully working with, um, I just remembered the other day and I was going to bring it in here, but I ended up forgetting whatever. <clears throat> um, I bought this little Squishmallow that's a boar and um, I remember buying it and it was such a fucking whim and it was a small one, one that I never like buy, wasn't like a big deal, but um, turns out that that's one of her animals. She has like a lot of animals and she has a lot of things that represent her, which is kind of cool because, you know, with Odin, when I, how I've been working with him, it's just like Raiden's, maybe hmm. an owl, I think. I'm sorry, my cat is deciding to just be annoying today, if you can hear her. I can't. Okay. She's just screaming at me. <clears throat> All right. I wasn't talking. Okay. So that last week, I'm so sorry. This is how today's going to be. Okay. It's only been five uh, minutes. Okay. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. So, uh, yeah, last week we had a lot of aspects going on with Pluto. We had some, a lot of stuff going on with Chiron. Um, and that's not necessarily going to ease up, but like, I just feel like it's a lot of healing and transformation and I think that that's why these feminine archetypes are coming up a lot because we are needing to transform into more fem feminine energies both individually and collectively um I think it's because yeah. it's a, it's about it's kind of turning the turning the or swaying the pendulum however you want to look at it towards like more nurturing more emotional more inward more um like foundational right so like it's like we're kind of seeing like how fragile the things that we've built with pluto going through capricorn like how these things weren't built upon a good foundation right it's mm. all about that yeah and a lot of it is holistically so like mm -hmm. body mind soul spirit like we are because pisces we're getting yeah, schooled and, and in the Pisces energy. We're going to even, uh, it's funny, like I actually literally wrote that down in my post about uh, Mavon today, about that balance between mind, body, and spirit with Libra. Um, oh. And how like, you know, Libra is a lot about justice, what's right, what's wrong, what decision to make. That's why they get coined as the indecisive ones. Um, but I've, I've kind of thought randomly about human design and how the decision-making strategy for most of the types is, is within the body and not within the mind, right? And like how, if you have this balance between mind, body, and spirit, it will help you make better decisions. Most people out there in the world are overstressing their minds to make all of their decisions in life. Okay. <clears throat> and I think that this is going to be coming up a lot because this is Libra, this is air. So we're going to be talking about the way we think a lot now um, because we did just go through Virgo season and Virgo season had us fucking crazy overthinking everything. Yeah, threw it threw know. a lot of random stuff at us to think about. 
is what I would say. Yeah. Muted crazy. Yeah. So how weird. I had, I feel like a worse, well, maybe that's because I have Pisces placements. I don't know. I can't sit still today. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you're very like, uh, like, like. <laughs> Fidgety here. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to do this. Go. That's a good idea. I didn't mine. meditate. Do you That's want? <laughs> no, we're okay. <clears throat> okay, okay. So, uh, so yeah. So should we just start with this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So Monday, September twenty fifth. So the moon is in Aquarius at this point, and it's opposing the stuff going on in Leo, which is Venus and Juno, and it's also squaring the stuff in Taurus. So it's going to square uh, your or Jupiter first, and then Uranus. So <sighs> the thing is, is that with the air energy of the Aquarius moon, it is detaching us from a lot of the emotional stuff that we've been feeling. I always think of Aquarius moon as that where it's kind of just like, if you imagine the emotions as a blanket, it's like taking that emotional blanket off for a second and kind of trying to think clearly about things and see things from like a more broader perspective from way up there from like a bird's eye view right and looking down on it all <laughs> instead of being like wrapped up in it all so I think that that's going to be really good for us because we're going to be looking in challenging type of ways towards that Leo energy and towards that Taurus energy so it's like a, where are we putting ourselves abundantly like where are we physically planting ourselves that is like what is the word I'm looking for is like fertile like where yeah. are we going when fertile grounds and then when it's like making its aspect to Uranus it's like how stubborn are we being in the face of change especially oh. with the Aquarius moon and then with the um Leo placements wow. it's like it's like how authentic do I feel how uh how are like my passions and my friends and the work I do, is it all in alignment with myself authentically? So we're going to be looking at that all, I think, from a more, from a more inward uh, perspective. I want to say broad picture perspective though. But personally. Yes. Yes. But also there's the relationship energy within it as well. Yeah. Because we're I feel okay anyways yes Aquarius moon um there was something that I was gonna say okay so like you know this best having an air sun air moon this kind of energy is I want to just use the word fast It can be overwhelming, but Aquarius is stubborn. I have an Aquarius moon. If I were to honestly explain it the best that I can, yeah. it's like when you space out and you are thinking about everything oh. all at once and you don't want to come down from that. Okay. 
you are like just fine floating in the ethereal realm, right? Just in your head. And that's why I say broader picture because okay. I really, I know it sounds kind of silly, but I really feel like I have moments like that where I'm thinking about that, yeah. like that movie, everything and everything, like everything and everywhere all at the same time. You know, it's just yeah. everything. Damn it. I got to watch that movie. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, so also though, on Monday, Mars is going to be sextiling Venus and opposing Chiron. Uh, Mars is... Mars is not happy and Mars is pissed of the ways that it's been taken advantage of and it wants to heal itself into the type of person that doesn't allow others to treat it in a certain way anymore and I think that I think that it's also about like our authenticity within that as well like for instance not not being listened to is kind of what i'm hearing mm. like you know hey this is like what i'm trying to tell you this is how i feel and like you can like that's where that relationship factor comes into of like mm. not being listened to not being respected for your authenticity yeah yeah and then also at that day, Mercury trines Jupiter as well. So we're also speaking in a more like abundant way. Like I expect better. I demand better. I, Ooh. yeah, like more commanding kind of energy. So um, I was listening. I have to, I have to give uh, praise, uh, credit, whatever to serious joy christopher Witecki, because i got some information i watched his thing today um i wrote down when mars is in libra because he was trying to describe this like when a sign is in its opposite home in its detriment it's mm -hmm. getting a chance to <laughs> unlock a new because of sweater on I'm sorry. It's a Halloween sweater too. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> um, it's getting a chance to live in a different kind of way, in the opposite way, unlock something that it's never seen before because it's in its opposite sign. It is extremely uncomfortable, but it's getting that chance to be like, oh, I never thought of this before or whatever, you know? So this one's uh, especially potent too, because it's not only in detriment, but it's also the ruler of node of the North. It's the ruler of the North node though. So you know what I'm saying? What? Like it's really Mars. Mars is the ruler oh. of where the North node is. So it wants to be very, oh, right very passionate. Yeah. Like it yeah. wants to go towards that North node yeah. energy, but it's like, first it really has to shed some of these South node qualities and bring yeah. this back into equilibrium, that balance. Right. But yeah. And it's all balance of self and other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. with Chiron being in there, Chiron being, um, retrograde we are now in libra season guys we are feeling this i so. think it's also like a feeling of all of the imbalances from your identity wounds you know people like i keep mm. i know i keep saying that but it's like however like whoever you can literally think of like all the times like millions of times i'm sure i know i can from like childhood on where people 
identify you. You are this, you are that. Whoa. You can't do this. You can do that. You're good at this. You're bad at that. Like all of the times. And we really have stored those things into our subconscious mind and they really do dictate our decision making which is why making decisions from only the mind is a bad idea you need your body and your spirit to also mm. push you in the right direction so you can kind of reset those limiting beliefs and be like actually no i don't identify with that i, I am actually this and you should listen to me and respect that oh and guys, this is the feeling of the collective too. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So that's all I got about the Mars and Libra thing. So it is gonna, it's, it's, we're letting go of ego feel because Aries energy is very, you know, that dick slinging energy where but we get that Mars and Libra and now we're in Libra season where it's literally like, put it away. Why did you have it out in the first place? What happened mm -hmm. to you? Like, that's where we're like, whoa, what just what what's going on? That also reminds me of the Chiron gate uh, of like where the shadow is agitation like when you're agitated and you're stuck in agitated energy, you're probably going to react in a way that is inconsiderate. But if you mm. if you really dig into that agitation energy and instead channel that into initiation, as it said, you're going to be considerate of yourself first and then others like you because you are saying I'm going to do something with this that mm -hmm. will impact everything. Right. Love it. Oh, all right. All right. Next. So Tuesday, September 26th, the moon enters Pisces and this will all happen in the evening hours. And when, and when that happens, it's going to conjunct Saturn. Saturn's like at one degree Pisces now again. Yeah. So like it's uh potent. And also the gate that Saturn in it, at, blah, 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 the gate that Saturn is in is gate 55 where the shadow is victimization and the gift is freedom you know so it's funny that word freedom has also been popping up a lot yeah. as well like and maybe that's also part of the feminine archetype as well the ways yeah. in which we break the chains the ways in which we we find that more wild untamed feminine spirit instead of again like this you are woman this is what you do this is your yeah. role you know it's like no actually let's go explore that and see what i really think it fucking is mm -hmm. you know you don't get to tell me what I am. So I think we're going to feel that. We're going to feel the opposition of Virgo season again, kind of like reflecting on the other side of that. Like, huh, like how did I embody these things? How did I, uh, I don't know, like how, how organized did I get? And kind of just like viewing that from like an emotional perspective. So yeah, that's all I got for Tuesday um let me think i think when the pisces moon we like because pisces is the wisest i have like a list right now sometimes that happens okay um when the moon our emotions move into pisces we are now getting that vantage point of okay 
yeah what you just said like what the fuck did we just do in Virgo season (laughs) where did I show my ass how did I mess up we're all raw and seeing also probably the stuff that still doesn't make sense you might be reflecting on like oh because like there's probably things that happen that you don't have closure on things that you still are kind of like why the hell did I do that or why the hell did this person do that Yeah. yeah So Pisces moon coming in, we're going to be feeling emotions and everyone like baby fits, you're going to be reacting emotionally. But the thing that I like really want to drill into you for this week is that we need to respond differently. We need to respond more compassionately and with grace. That's literally like even the... Yeah. Like we need to be, because if we're reflecting back on Virgo season and we had, you know, the new moon in gate 47, and then we had the other full moon where it was like exhaustion kind of energy going on that, um, new moon energy was also the one where it was like transmutation. Remember? So like when we're looking at it again, we're like, First of all, we might be feeling just straight up fucking exhausted from from Mm -hmm. the entirety of Virgo season. But we're also looking at like, where did I dishonor myself? Yeah. Have I been dishonoring um, my values? You know, uh, where am I keeping myself held in victim mindset and oppression versus like transmuting these shadows into. Into like light energy embodiment energy change you need to change if you are going to stay stuck in victim yucky blah 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 okay bye get off of this podcast you're not listening you know but in you need to change and it does need to be compassion light better we need to strive to do that as a society we do not need to strive to be yucky i have a song playing in my head now uh blood melon change Mm, i don't know that one i know like the 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 part that's playing is like when life is hard you have to change you know like when like and i think that goes back to the agitated thing too like when isn't when that you your are, mom blind melon yeah yeah that's my tattoo well it's not the song is not my tattoo but a blind melon song is my tattoo yes and that's that b the girl the little b yes yes oh my god bees have been so fucking big in my life like i have honey on my altar now i don't know if you can see in the background but like you see my little bee gnome oh yeah i remember it yeah yeah wait let's look it up (laughs) well when i think of a bee i think of like matriarchal energy wow i don't i i definitely did not i mean the women in the females in the bee colonies well yeah they rule the fucking whole society you know they dictate everything it's time to get organized and get to work on that idea that you want to implement and develop Approach your projects with commitment, diligence, and dedication. You'll succeed beyond your wildest expectations. Involve several others in a cooperative and life-affirming venture, one in which everyone who participates will benefit, and if possible, one that includes the entire community. Whoa. 
Take the time to appreciate and enjoy the sweetness of life. This is a very fertile time for you physically and creatively, one where you can bring your ideas into fruition. This is a very productive cycle for you. So stay with whatever you're working on and there will be favorable outcome. Okay, so don't get off the path. Keep, don't give up. Keep going. You just are doing inward work right now. Like, okay. Inward changes are happening. Why are you so focused on inward? I'm can, just curious. I don't know. Oh, probably because my fuck. It, this is my moon. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I guess I want to say, like, I think that, yes, there is an inward element to it, but probably not for everybody. Now that Venus and Mercury, like those more closer felt planets have moved back direct again. Um, I guess what I want to say is I think it's both. I think it's inward and okay. outward. Yeah, for you, like Libra rising. Yeah, yours is very outward. Mm -hmm. Mine is not. Because see, I guess that's why I wanted to see that. Because yeah, for Good. me personally, it's more outward, I would say. Because it's like, hey, I've been doing a lot of the inward. Now I need to actually start like making it happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you hear her? No, I can't hear. Is she going to like jump up? Yeah, and just scream the whole time. <laughs> well yeah. your microphone does a good job of blocking it I, out know. I, I think hear... it's just zoom okay zoom does it <clears throat> okay next wednesday september 27th so the moon is still in a pot in this moon is still in the Pisces, and now it's opposing mercury <laughs> so uh yeah we're uh, this is actually what i already said right here this is that grace versus dishonor and oppression helping us transmute again so we're having a second look at that again and going like okay what else needs to be brought to light energy what else needs to be dissolved what else needs to be and I want to say bring emphasis again to that effortless thing you know I what is it that we saw was it Jamie uh posted on Facebook about like it's not about staring into the darkness it's about turning the light on yeah you know, like think of it as that easy like it's not about digging and searching yeah. and working and thinking and like driving yourself crazy it's just turning the fucking Keep light simple, on to the things stupid. that come towards you yeah yeah mm -hmm. like don't go out there searching for it it's gonna come to you like the darkness is gonna come to you and you're just gonna turn the light on on it that's all you have to do yep and feel it and, and experience it, but it's a wave and it will go away. It's not forever. This too shall pass. If you, if you ride the wave, you're going to find the light. You know, it's when we, it's when we suppress it or run away from it that we never get there. And then it's yeah. just always, always behind us, you know, still chasing us. Yep. And that's when <clears throat> you create limiting beliefs. And it changes your whole person and you shouldn't do that. And then you have to undo it later and it takes a lot of work. So just come on, guys. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I uh, I need to say something about that too. I'll probably make a TikTok about this, but I'll just share it on here as well. Cause I know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You guys deserve it. Uh, so yeah. when it comes to limiting beliefs, I've been thinking about that extra heavily as well. And I realized in therapy last week that, uh, like all of my limiting beliefs, for instance, they have become beliefs because I have been collecting evidence that they're true. Whoa. So like, if I say I'm weird, no one likes me. 
And I'm like, I believe that I'm weird and no one likes me. And then somebody's like, why do you believe that? For me, it's because look at all the times I have been proven that I'm weird and no one likes me. You know, I'm and I'm just making mm. this up, but I'm just giving yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. an example. Um, but then I so like I figured that out, but after therapy on my own. Um, I was looking at my grateful list that I do every day and all of a sudden it dawned on me. I was like, wait a second, like what I should be doing is looking at all, like I literally wrote down all of my limiting beliefs. And then I said, from now on, I'm going to make my grateful list be a collection of evidence to the contrary. So I, I think I'm weird. No one likes me. My grateful list is going to be like, here was this moment where somebody liked me. Here was this moment where somebody appreciated my weirdness. Here was this person that really made me feel seen You and cracked validated. the code. This is how you heal yourself. Good job. Go yeah. Start. Thanks. <laughs> oh but yeah, God. I mean, I, like it just dawned on me and I was That's like, this fucking is fucking awesome. And I was like, this is good advice too, because, yeah. um, it's true. It's so true. We collect yeah. evidence, but we, it's because our, our brains are wired to cognitively dissonate from the moments that are trying to prove that our limiting beliefs are wrong, but we just don't soak it in. We don't appreciate it. We move right on. And when, when the moment comes that proves us right, we're like, yeah, see, I'm right. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Prove okay i had to write that down because that i need to do that <laughs> cool okay all right so thursday september 28th um we are now in full moon energy the full moon will occur at 3 a.m technically friday um central but time. yeah central time uh but yeah, so Thursday, we're starting out the day with Venus square Uranus. Uh, expect the unexpected. At the same time, Venus starts to sextile Mars. Back to that, uh, I feel like, again, like what we already said, it's about putting, it's literally as simple as put your own yeah. mask on first. Put yourself okay. first. Yes, the North Node is having us be more selfish. Yes, we are heavily in the Libra opposing energy of that. We have done a lot of authenticity work up here in um, in uh, Leo. And in Taurus, we have been more innovative. We've been trying to make changes even when they feel uncomfortable because we're stubborn. We're in our comforts and everything. So if you take all of that and put it together, it is... How, who am I? What do I need? What do I want? How do I want to be treated? How do I want to feel? What do I want to ma manifest? And then you're applying that to the other, to your relationships, to your job, to your career, to your material possessions. You could be getting like, why not go through your closet and say, this doesn't fit me anymore. This mm. is not authentically aligned with me. Why not uh, quit your job? Because it's not authentically aligned with you, you know, stuff like that. Why not tell that person how you really feel? Why not set that boundary? Why not have that hard talk with that friend? You know, like do that stuff. It's like that cleaning <laughs> that up stuff. energy. Like, Let's clean out all those nooks and crannies, things that you never really, like literally something that I have wanted to do for over 15 years, 
I just shit out out of nowhere without thinking, which is a bad idea. I shouldn't have done that. But I'm just like, oh, I'm done. You know, like I just things that needed to be done. I know I'm being vague on that and I don't care, but it's stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. Like just like I am moving on. Yeah. And I keep feeling just like, kind of like a, I deserve better than this. I have, and, and also there's a lot of karmic stuff with Libra season two, especially even more so with the South node there. Uh, Hmm. it, it can also be like, you know, I think why, I think that's why that popped into my head. Like that. I don't deserve this because you're looking at like where you've done the karmic work, you know, like, why am I keeping myself held to the bondage of karmic stories that I have already done paid my penance for it's not fair you know what I mean that's where like that Libra villain era is coming out of so it's it's big change it's a lot but it yes. can also be a little it can also be so like whatever just expect the unexpected so I want to also point out too that with with this moon, it's not technically um, eclipse season yet, but I feel like we're we're feeling that eclipse energy because of the nodal placements with the sun and the moon, um, and I it's you know obviously a full moon is for releasing and shedding. I think that it's also a little bit of a foreshadowing of like, hey, when this new moon gets to Aries, it is straight balls to the walls. You know, this is our last little, because we're not only are we with the full moon right now, not only are we shedding those Libra qualities with Mars and detriment and the South Node, but we're also shedding the Aries qualities because that's where the moon will be. We're looking oh at those Aries God. qualities. So that's why the... it feels so raw. Yeah, because it's not, it's it's literally not like a, hey, I see forward. It's like a, hey, I am. And that's why I brought up that broader picture thing for the Aquarius moon too, because it's been like, hey, I am fully like in the mud. You know, I'm in the mud of the shedding process. Mud. I can't see out yet, you know? Wow. So, um, yes, Yuck, lots guys. of, lots of shedding and reading energy. So I wanted to also bring up, uh, Gene key 18 for this one. Um, this is the full moon, the full moon one. Um, I also took some screenshots here. So first of all, the opposing gate where the sun will be is in 17. So, we kind of can look at those shadows together, right? Because we're, we're working on shedding both. So the shadow of the full moon is judgment and the shadow of the sun is uh, opinion. So judgment, opinion, judgment, opinion. And I think that that's perfect because, hmm, how do I want to put this? Oh, I think it goes also back to what I just said about that collecting evidence thing. Okay. Because I, I just realized it. Like it is your opinion. Yes. Because I might say like, Claire might say something to me and she means something completely different, but I'm judging in my head going, she meant this and I'm taking it the wrong way. 
You know what I'm saying? Or I am not, I'm not breaking free of my oppressions and everything because maybe I know deep down inside I need to make this friendship. But instead of like actually doing it, I'm like coming up with a million reasons why this person is probably a piece of shit. You know, like why I shouldn't build this relationship or why I shouldn't trust this person. Like, you know, you're, you're just, so we're releasing that. Also, it's like it, the judgment is the victim mind too. I, that's exactly Will you tell how me I think those words again. What was it again? Judgment and opinion. So over here too, in the unbalanced expression, it says to be critical, to share criticism without respect to the impact, to be concerned with your own rightness, then to assess whether your insight is actually adding more joy to the world. So you're like, first Whoa. you're just like, I'm right. And that's why this is good for the world, you know? And that's how we get fucking Hitlers and fucking Putins and yeah. Xi Jinping's. You know what I'm Are saying? Are you putting out good juge into the world? No, not that. Not that. Because everybody's going to think that they are. It is, am I open to the fact that I might not be right? Am Ugh. I listening to other people? Because I might not be right. Oh, my God. Fuck then, your ego. if you're able to do that, then you know you're putting good out into the world. Oh. Come on, everyone. Join in. This is going to be so fun. Come on, everybody. <laughs> the people. Kumbaya. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is going to be a very humbling experience. We are all going to face our ego in some way. See where we're wrong. Admit it. Own it. It's okay. Shed it. I keep seeing the picture of hang on and the fucking weird ass synchronicity with this because this is something that I do hang on one second I can't do two things at once um okay <clears throat> um please 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 find it please please this is it okay this is what I keep thinking of because I'm keep saying like we're all raw right now and the weirdness is because uh, what the fuck oh god what happened whatever I uh, I don't think there's anything else inappropriate this when you think like you're peeling back a little bit of your cuticle and you end up looking like that you know <laughs> I fucking like literally bit off my fucking finger. I always have like fucked up stuff. I have on my, I realized in a conversation and an uncomfortable, in an uncomfortable conversation. Oh my God. The other day I was peeling skin off of my toe. Like, I do things physically because Taurus, I think, to get through uncomfortable things. I don't understand. Like you need I, to feel I'm, a physical sensation yeah, to like get you happening. out of your head. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. But anyways, this is what I keep thinking of because we're in this 
like just complete shedding. And we have to grow new skin. We have to feel this uncomfortableness because it is karmic. We have been wrong. We have been doing wrong. We have been showing our ass. We have been fucked up in some area. But we're fucking human and it's okay. Don't let it take you down. Grow. It's the in the moment compassion. Like I've noticed like when I'm going throughout my day, I will still be paying some of the consequences for bad decisions that I have made in my past, you know, because that's just how life works. Yeah. Like, you know, you get pregnant at 18, you have 18 years where you are a mother, you know, like everything you do in the yeah. moment. And that was from one moment of having sex. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like everything you do in the moment does branch out. And I think that we try to escape from that a lot because we're like, damn, that's a lot of pressure, you know, but I think it wouldn't feel so pressury if you actually learned how to enjoy the moment. And if you learn mm. how to give yourself compassion. So like, for instance, I mm. go through something and I'm like, I face that consequence again, you know, that, that karmic pattern again. And I'm just like, God damn it, Erica, you know, like this is bullshit. Like, why'd you have to do that? You know, you like, come God on. And you like it. start, you start. Yeah. Like it's like that kind of inner judgment energy. Right. Um, instead We're going like, it completely. It's, instead going like, you know, Oh man, Whew, like this sucks that I'm still dealing with this, man. I'm validating that. Like it sucks, you know? Yeah. I might've made some decisions, but I'm a different person now and it just sucks. And, and I'm sorry that I put myself through that. I'm sorry. I put you through that. You know, like you're saying that to yourself and you're just like, parenting yourself. that's how you go with the flow. That's how you get to yep. the other side. Um, so I need to also go into the lesson. Make it weird. I need to say something first. Like I just had a vision of being okay with that weirdness. Like I just had a vision of somebody like in an office being like, whoa, I'm so sorry. I just realized that I completely fucked up and I need to own this. And everybody else being like, good job. Instead of <laughs> judging or whatever, like let's celebrate that energy yeah it's awkward yeah everyone is awkward who cares also another thing to bring up about aries energy is that it's it's you know it, it blazes a path it's the most authentic because it is the first the first conscious awareness of having a self you know of like wow. a, this is that's who i am I that's why inward because it's in its identity it's yeah. also like how i guess that's why i still think of it outwards though because i'm thinking of it as like oh i'm separate from you this is how like how do you perceive me oh. that's when we get that aries libra duality right because it's like here i figured out who i am how do you see me you know uh so i think that another big part of this is also like how you i never like, first, think of how people see me well, yeah, because you're, you're the Aries side of it. That's why you say, that's why when you were talking up, like show your ass embarrassment, that's why, because it, it Aries without the Libra axis, it doesn't do that. It is just straight up inconsiderate, <laughs> just straight up inconsiderate. It is. Yeah. Like, especially like even Aries moon. And I know you're going to get hit with this a lot too, probably care. with the I've full moon, but like shit on all week. It's good for you though. Every <laughs> yeah, time you get shit on, it it's good for I know. us. 
Um, but it's like, it's like a, a, the moon in Aries is emotionally inconsiderate, you know? So it's like, I feel all of this and I don't give a fuck like how anyone else feels about it. Cause this is how I fucking feel, you know, it's very, yeah. And then also I could see how you could also fall into the trap of straight up identifying with your emotions too. Like when you feel yeah. like shit, you're like, I am shit. You know, yeah. I feel like shit. I am shit. Everything is shit. <laughs> Which is why I think that I like rearrange, clean, do all of the things so I can feel like I have control of something. Channel um, that rage into mm -hmm. something as well. Yeah. And I do projects usually when I'm in this energy. Uh, because this is Aries moon. Like this is like, it is a lot of fucking rage. Like if you would have met Claire, let's just say 16, 17 year old Claire. I was a fucking asshole. Like, I, I could see the unevolved Aries moon. Yeah. Like, I, I was just thinking in my head, I wanted to ask you this. Like, when I was in high school, let's say that I had this big blow up fight right before school and I was like bawling my fucking brains out. I would literally just like, whoop mask up and like walk into I that can't. school like see there's that duality again because yeah. i'm being i'm like here's how i feel but i am caring about what everyone else thinks about that no nope. that was unevolved erica back then you know mm -hmm. like no one will know and you were just like everyone will know <laughs> well i don't think that i did everyone will know because i would hide because that's how okay. i was taught like you can't have emotions. You can't have big emotions at all. Like I was way not allowed to sent to the room. Don't do like, I, so like there were times even when I was like, I remember like skipping school and like hiding in dirt roads. Oh, this is so sad for Claire. Like I would go drive onto a dirt road and just like scream and like, rah, you know, like whatever. Oh. <sighs> I'm so glad I don't have to do that anymore. And I never did. I just straight up suppressed that shit. Just, nope, that didn't happen. I would just forget about it. I would just like, I was, I, I never really realized how much of a superpower that was until later in life. Like I was, but it wasn't, it really fucked me up. But like, it was, it's just weird that I was able to always do that. That's why people th thought I was like a robot or that's why I go with the alien mm. shit because people are like, like, I literally had everyone fooled that I didn't have emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's fixed air moon, though. You have control of this little balloon, this little ball. Mm -hmm. Aries moon, I'm going to fucking light shit on fire. You're in my <laughs> way. Get the fuck out. Like, yep. Yeah, though, I think Aries. Didn't they use like the forest fires to like represent Aries, Aries yeah, energy, probably. you know? Yeah. I would say Sagittarius is like a flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever. And it then gives me rain Aries vibes. is like, whoa, yeah, taking over. So yeah. What is Leo? Like a bonfire, a fun, it's, huge it's playing, bonfire. It's playing Matchbox 20 in front of the bonfire <laughs> in the Barbie movie. I well, I will. Well, oh yeah. my god, <laughs> that's Leo. Oh, that okay. just made me feel so many things. Okay, 
<sighs> okay, so I need to I need to finish this. So this is also in yeah, the sorry screen. guys. This was good. No, that was good. This is also in the spleen, so it's very intuitive. Um, it's an intuitive. We're at forty-eight minutes. We're okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, an intuitive realignment of um the I Ching message is work on what has been spoiled. You know, realignment, work on what Whoa. has been spoiled, correction, spleen, and the lymphatic system. So that's a Damn. kind of cool one too because I think that a lot of the times we get pressure to make a decision um when we're doing it from our mind a lot of the times our intuition will help us make a decision if we actually listened to it and trusted it and like learned how to use it and trust it um we'd be good you know but like i think also a big part of this is like realizing that you get a do over though like the spleen is very in the moment so like let's say this comes to you in the moment and you ignore it and then five moments later, you realize you did that. And you're like, ah, God damn it. Like I missed my chance. I, I missed the opportunity. Uh, don't do that because you should realize or become awakened to the fact that many more moments will come, you know, ah. that there isn't such thing as divine timing that like, and honestly, I think we need to think about this a lot in shedding this relationship dynamic too, because if somebody, if you make a decision with somebody and then you change your mind and you go, oops, that was the wrong decision, it shouldn't be the end of the relationship. It shouldn't be the end of the world. You know, there should be enough mutual respect of like, you know, you know what I mean? I agree, okay. but I'm going through something personally right now that I'm not able to see outside of right now. Okay. Yeah. So you're like comparing everything back to it, mm -hmm. but yeah, so you, you take the uh, reins. <laughs> okay. So they also say, uh, the lesson or challenge with this one is to learn to wait for the right timing and right circumstances to offer your intuitive insights into how to fix or correct a pattern to wait for right timing and the right reason to share your critique, to understand the purpose of realignment is to create more joy, not to be right. Mm. Mm. That also goes into that wait for the invitation thing too, right? Like you might have an inner judgment or a critique on someone, but if they didn't fucking ask for your opinion, fucking keep it to yourself. Wow. And I want to just say, this is oh. literally the reason that we have wounded Aries, Libra, bullshit, because it is, like I said, it's all those moments you collect evidence. Every single little fucking kid that bullied you growing up, telling you that your fucking nose was too big or that you were too fucking short or that you were fat or whatever else it was, that was spewed negativity that you took personally, that wounded your ego, that made you identify in a different way, that has kept you trapped from making better decisions and having more abundance in your life. Mm. damn okay so the optimal expression of this one is to see a pattern that needs correcting and to yeah. wait for the right timing and circumstances to correct and align and align it to serve joy um so the, some of the keynotes too is instinctual sense of patterns and alignment the ability to know when the pattern is off or not working can feel critical the corrections that create joy the corrections that create joy so when you're making your list of things to release things to burn. How can you respond what, differently? How can you make corrections that will lead you to joy? 
What corrections need to be made that will lead you to joy? What initiation, yeah. what is agitating you and how can you initiate a different, a different outcome? Uh, with wow. the sun gate too, just to say some keynotes with that is just like opinions, influential, exploratory, projected, possible option. So we are wanting to cultivate that. We're wanting to yeah. cultivate different opinions, being more influential, being more exploratory, um, waiting for the invitation, waiting for um, the right time to critique and also waiting to waiting with an open mind to see different perspectives and more possible options. Libra energy is really great at perspective shifting. That's interesting that you say that because I have really been hit in the face lately with the fact that I have to physically leave my perspective in order to get a different one and that is probably because of my Aries moon oh so you can't ever sit and think like what would Erica do or what would Cho do in this situation or you don't you don't ever do that that's whack <laughs> that's like 90% of what I freaking think about unfortunately that's what I'm trying to work on I think of what would I tell a client? But it's still you. It's what would you do? Yeah. So you don't think like, and see, like you're saying, what, what would I tell a client? And when I'm with the client, I'm thinking, instead of thinking like what I should just tell them, or this used to be the case, I'm getting better with it. I would be like, you know, what, what would they want? What would they need? How would this ah. make them feel? Yeah. See, that's what we're shedding. Okay. But that's also what you're also shedding the other side of it too. Yeah. You know? So like I yeah. need a little bit more. I feel like I need to read this really quick. Um, just it's a little bit. Um, this is from my planner thing. It's the Many Moons planner. <clears throat> uh from this space of slowness and abundance, you may wish to set an intention, say a prayer, or cast a spell to transpire to the next season of growth. May we work with the energy of this harvest moon lunation to slow down and notice to create stories to create stores of of provisions from our internal and external labors. May we share our bounties with friends and communities. So I think that that is the thing that we are getting just kind of like I was saying with the Mars Libra energy that we get that little like unlock energy, but we're getting it with the sun and the moon with this full moon too. Um, Aries energy is getting to slow down and take a look at like what you just said, like you saying like, Hey, you don't ever look at how, what would Erica do? What would blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I've never thought of that. No, I've never like, so it's, it's not just me. Like, these are all the things that like, where is our ego in the way? Where are, where am I in the way? Mm -hmm. There you go. That's perfect. And that's why I feel like it is also external and relationship oriented. Like also too, where are you fighting I mean, yourself? Yeah. Aries. And that can even be in relationship. Oh, yeah. You know, so uh, 
it's cool too because like as all these aspects are going on with venus and venus is conjunct juno which is another asteroid Ugh. of partnership and commitment right like even in Fuck. like i pulled what that card in leo i when i pulled my cards for these ones literally i got i got accountability juno and the kiss you know like wow um, and juno just to say here that the challenge with that is if you live out of your ambition through your mate or work partner instead of through your own efforts the situation can devolve into jealousy manipulation or disempowering micromanaging holy fuck that's why this codependent energy keeps coming up a lot too you have to fucking fill your own cup first otherwise you are doing it wrong like you're doing this energy wrong you are your own highest authority. No one is your master. You are your master. You are in charge of yourself. All that you can control is your reaction to things. Man, I'm like... Yeah, you're like okay. speaking on a pedestal. Woo! Well, I feel like it's like stuff that people just won't listen to. I think that's why when I get yeah. like that. No, and it's, I mean, it's it's good. You're a fucking Libra rising. You're going to be speaking like this in this season. Listen. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And like also too, with this kiss card, it's like intimacy is multi-layered and requires our reflection. Revisit what you consider to be sensual, taboo, acceptable, shameful. Uh, Think of like the story of your first kiss and what was changed in that moment. You know that. Think of that feeling you get when there's still so much Uh. wonder and potential for the future. And I think that's a big deal with long, like Juno is literally the marriage planet. And that is literally what happens in a lot of marriages. We get to that certain point where we stop looking at them with all of that potential, all of that excitement, all of that joyous, like maiden, remember the maiden card, all of that maiden kind of energy. And instead we do the inner judgment thing. We just see them for we've we've known them long enough that we have formed all these judgments about who they are as a person and we even keep them trapped in those patterns because we're like that's who you are we identify them you know that's the ego is when we like i we think that that's what it is and instead of seeing it as something that can always be morphing and changing that there is still that excitement and potential for this person always and forever yep like because you always need to be growing yeah, don't be delusional about where they are right now in the moment, mm-hmm. but also don't be delusional in thinking that they're always going to stay that way. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> um. So Friday, we're still really feeling out this full, the same stuff. I feel like it's it's just a repeat of like, we're just like, we're uh, cooking in it. We're cooking in this energy, okay? Uranus is still square Venus and... Oh, and now Venus is also starting to try Mercury. So we're getting also more of that communication. That communication. Uh... Oh, no, Input. Uranus. You No, no, no. Uranus. I was like, no, that can't be right. Uranus is trying Mercury. So oh. Uranus is squaring Venus and trying uh. Mercury. So we're getting challenged in our stubbornness, but we're getting a... Um, we're getting a talent of earthiness, of like grounding things in, of uh, taking talent. the first step. Huh? You said I talent? Always see, I always see trines as like a, it's like kind of like a little here. This comes easily. Like it's a talent. Oh. You know? 
like something that comes more naturally that you don't have to like struggle with yeah uh okay well no I would say confidence is the thing getting challenged the way that you speak is grounded grounded in innovation and change okay Okay. So for instance, like I am only speaking and manifesting things that are good for material evolution, growth, and change. Okay. Okay. So Saturday, September 30th, moon is still in Aries and then it's going to conjunct Chiron and then the North node, Mars is going to conjunct the South node. So we're going to have the moon ruling Mars right opposed right on the node see that's why i feel the eclipse energy like that's intense guys like that's a that's a do things different type energy that's a whole new start kind of energy that is a whole new direction and i mean aries is the first (laughs) aries is the first cardinal sign like it is the whole new cycle it's a whole new person it is you it is birth it is literally humans being born like it Uh, is yeah the fool yeah yeah it's the fool (sighs) so uh that's a gaslight anthem night whoop whoop so crazy and oh, I think the Aries energy has also a lot to do with the with the accountability part as well. Um, just to say, like, as in, like, what we just talked about, that Aries has the tendency to not be considerate, you know? So where can you also take more accountability of your, I want to say of your karma, of where you've been and where you're going? Like, in order, the first step to change is acceptance, is admitting, is saying, yeah. I've got a problem, <laughs> yeah yeah speak it out loud so uh respond differently do differently collect evidence to the contrary Yeah. yeah yes sunday uh the moon moves into taurus and conjuncts jupiter thank god uh I know. So then we're really, again, we're, we're doing more of grounding this, this big change and transformation in, we are re we are, did I ever like, I guess I want to say, like, I think that the cool part about where Jupiter is in Taurus is that it's not about like, when I think of hunting or fishing it's not about how well I go out there and get it you know like when you're deer hunting you don't go like chase the deer around like you don't go chase them around on foot and try to hop on their back and kill them you set up a little hut you put yourself in camouflage and you wait for them to come to you you sit there patiently you do you set the you set the tone the environment and -hmm. you wait for it to come to you that is literally what gate to where jupiter is it's like it's not about when Mm, when you think of manifesting it's not going out there and searching for where where's the abundance where's the abundance it is letting the abundance come to you it's saying are you in the right environment like if you're if you're out there looking for a waterfall you have to get under the waterfall yeah you know you have to physically move your body to where the water is falling (laughs) okay i did write something now hang on okay so there was something that came up 
that I thought of that I had an epiphany for this week or whatever, but it was like, when you know your worth, think highly of yourself, whatever, um, and you heal, so you can be on a good juju level with that, um, you will just automatically ex- expect that from other people. Mm-hmm. And so when other people don't match that, that's what we're really going to be noticing with this relationships, whatever, mm-hmm. um, the, everything is shifting with that when people don't match it. That's why everything is uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. But here we go back to the Taurus Jupiter thing. I'm in it for the long game. I don't care if this is making me uncomfortable, other people uncomfortable. I know my worth and I am here. And I want to build something more sustainable. Like that was a big thing for me, even with jobs. It's like, I kept trying to do jobs that weren't right for me because I was just worried about making a paycheck, you know? One, two, three, four. Sorry. And then like, what, how many times did that have to blow up in my face and teach me that lesson before I was finally like, I can't do this anymore. I can only earn money in a way that is in alignment with myself, you know? And I had to take that risk and I had to make material, like literally my material surroundings had to change. And and then that's how I made it happen. That's how I manifested it, you know? Because you're a Libra rising. (sighs) Yeah. Material. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm going where the heart is, you know? And I like how you said that with relationships too, because when we're do- when we're in the shedding process, especially for like my side, the more Libra oriented side, we do think too much about everyone else. And I think that that's sometimes uh, when we're doing that, we miss the red flags a lot. We miss the times of like, oh, I really felt disrespected in that moment. Oh, I really, like, we don't even think about it until later, you know, because we're, when we're in the moment, we're so worried about what you think and what you feel and like, what's your perspective, you know? So we need to be more conscientious about those things in the moment so we can course correct, you know, so we can realign. So uh, the Taurus energy, then we have Venus, trying sextile, the nodes, be- like beautiful. Like come Sunday, the only the only thing on Sunday that's getting in the way is Mercury approach Neptune. So more of that mutable shit of just like, ooh, remember how we kept bringing up Neptune in previous podcasts and we're like, yeah. are we thinking delusionally yeah. or are we thinking spiritually? Now we could be applying that to what we're speaking. Are we speaking delusionally or are we speaking um, spiritually? You know, I think ooh, about that what? a lot with people. This is like very culty energy to me. Ooh, guys, um, you know how you tell the difference between somebody who is spiritually awoken versus someone who is just spiritually narcissistic? How you as a client can search for more authentic spiritual gurus and and uh, people like Claire and I, you know, that you want to seek spiritual type help from. A person who is awoken sees the oneness in the world and sees itself as a small part of that oneness so it puts itself first but it also feels as how can I encompass everything as to where the narcissistic side sees itself 
as the center of the world. It has some kind of insight or download or awakening. And then it goes, I am right. You are wrong. Listen to me. What I, what just happened to me, it can happen for you too. And I'll show you the way I'm the center of the world. That is the gross side of it, you know? Um, and that's how you can become a better judge. Libra energy, right? Be better at discerning red flags versus green flags. Authentic. That's like all fake. of those fucking seriously on TikTok when you're scrolling and you're like, if this pops up, there's no hashtags. This is meant for you. I mean, I am here to just talk to you. It's like, no, the fuck you're not. You're here to try to make money. Or someone who thinks that they have authority over you. Again, you are your highest authority. No one has authority over you. You need to take what resonates and leave the rest, as they would say, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of a lot of if you see a spiritual guru out there that doesn't tell you that that says, listen to me, I'm right. Everything I say you should abide by and you'll get this, you know, they promise you results is the thing they think they have the answer to get you the results. That is not okay. If you see someone say, hey, here's some things that I've done. Here's some tools that I think are good. But ultimately, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. That's your girl. That's who yeah. you go towards, you know? Yeah. And the, we, like, I'm just going to say in a, whatever. I teach, I feel like, to teach you how to do it yourself. I will never teach to keep you because that's. why why would you do that you know why would you keep like people outgrow people people mm -hmm. it's and it's okay like I have clients that get big and huge and I have students that go on to get humongous and whatever like this is not a competition I don't mm -hmm. fucking like there is enough for everybody it's mm -hmm. I don't know that goes back to that word thing too. Um, if you look at someone and you see something they have that you want and you feel jealous and envious of that, that's because you don't think you're worth it. You don't think that you're worthy of having that too. But if you started to see yourself as worthy of having it too, then you wouldn't have that jealous energy anymore. You would be more open-minded again mm, to be like, what's yeah. their perspective? What are they doing? What are they doing differently than me? Like, how can I get help from this person? And that's what I see as spiritual entrepreneurs. Mm. Like I always say too, I'm not trying to be your leader. I'm trying to teach you yeah. how to lead yourself. You yes. know, how to be your own authority. That's why I love yes. astrology and human design because it's not about... Like, it's literally about this cultivating energy within you. Who am I? It's literally authenticity finding. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think too, that that's like a big delusion, I guess. I think that there's a lot of people that we hand the authority to. And I think that also has to do with the big issue of these quick results and dopamine hits, because now we have a lot of gurus out there offering these quick hits of results. And yeah. that's how they're, they're kind of like, like attaching their claws into people Ugh. realize again if you work with an authentic spiritual leader if you work with claire and i you have to put in the work too you know this is a stone by stone by stone effort yeah. this is an everyday grind this is a commitment to yourself this is like and it's not just me and erica i know you guys know that i just have yeah. to say that like 
we can just speak for ourselves. I can like, there are plenty of other people. This is something that I have found out when it comes to um, other practitioners or whatever modalities, bleh, um, they will not let you work with other spiritual people. That's at the another same red time. flag. That's another yeah. red flag. So, um, I don't care. When you I say will the- tell you that I will call out, uh, what is it? Reader, reader hoppers is what they call them. Like, oh, like people that want, because they're trying to get their own, they're trying to get validated instead outside. of getting real help. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, you didn't tell me what I want to hear. I'll go to the next one. Right. Yeah. I will call, I will call you out on doing that. I will call you out like whatever, but that's real. So I just needed to say that. I'm sorry. I do. No, you're everything. absolutely right. I think too, that another big part of it is that like, like what you said about your clients becoming too attached to you. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if you've been seeing me over and over again for a really long time, I'm going to start to ask what like why it's not working why you haven't gotten your results out of it am I still the right person for you should you go see someone else like that's another thing about modalities you know like if somebody is in their authentic alignment then they're they have their own special niche and their own special skill set and their own special thing that they bring to the table um so yeah why would we care if you go to other modalities because we know that we don't want to spend our lives trying to know it all we want to know a lot about what we know and send you to other people who know what they know maybe that's the Aquarius in us because that's not very normal it is because very Aquarius. We can network. We're all about I am, the ne- oh. Yeah, I was going to say we're all mm-hmm. about the network. Yeah. That's what makes us so cool. <laughs> okay, are we at Tarot yet? Come on. Yeah, we're at Tarot. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> all right. No, I needed to read the, can I read the Nine of Swords or the Nine, whatever that I read yesterday to yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yesterday we were talking and we were going to be doing the uh podcast, but we got on here and we just had this feeling. And um, the nine of wands from the bonfire tarot just kept coming into my mind. And I know for myself, every once in a while, I just need to get a little refresher on what the fuck it says. And this is, I'm just going to read through it. And this is going to be a long fucking episode because it's a fucking full moon. And it's my full moon. Okay. So the Bonefire Nine of Wands is a very different chap from the Rider Waite. This man comes charging from a cave that blazes behind him. The wands inside are torches which have illuminated his path through the darkness and out into the light. The man is older, yet still strong. He has vanquished his foes. Here, I depicted the bonefire as a heap of burning human bones. He has a victory, but in contrast to the Six of Wands, where the huntsman is at peace and he has awakened in his consciousness, the man has a wound across his forehead where the third eye might be. What he has seen in the cave, we cannot know, but it has taken a toll. Oh, hang on. Okay. It has taken a toll and he ha- and he is not yet at peace with it. This man will be scarred for life. The ugly gash can't can taint his every further action, or the healing can leave him enlightened by the experience. But the wound is fresh and deep. 
He is out of the light now, but still in movement, not yet at rest. This nine of wands represents an escape. You have been confined by an idea or a way of doing something, and you have stood your ground. You put up with it as long as you could, but we, you have been forced to bust out and break free. The fiery wands brings you that energy and will and will try oh my fuck okay the fiery wands brings you the energy and will to make this really happen <clears throat> what oh i went way too far okay as i said he is not a young man in the card it can indicate the sudden onset of a midlife episode where you throw in the job the lover the house even the family and surge across the threshold of a new existence. Much will be left at your wake, and you will inflict hurt on the others and yourself. At the time, it will appear this is unavoidable. You are about to choose yourself over others. The caveman hit deep, hid deep in his cave in harnessing the power of fire, and he was able to step out with seeing eyes and heat to defend himself against the terrors of the night have the courage of your convictions and make changes but do not expect that you can be unaffected psychologically or materially damage will be sustained use what you have learned to make a better fist of it all and beware of taking refuge in a strange dark cave that appears to offer safety and warmth they may already be occupied or become prisons for which you will have to fight for your freedom. In closing, I will say that the Nine of Wands might warn us that no act leaves others unharmed can be with no regrets. So be careful to, to not to wound or destroy others on your route to the top, for you are creating enemies not a safety net to catch you when you eventually need to fall. Perfect. Perfect for this um, Aries energy, for this Aries full moon, mm -hmm. for that inconsiderate thing I was talking about. I know. And uh, that, that card hits me in the face every once in a while. And I think right now it's hitting me so much in the face. And I bet it's probably like, I don't know. Anyways. Um, but it's that feeling of like, okay, God, we've, we just went through so fucking much. Yep. Got to keep going, you know, like, okay. So into the real tarot, I apologize so much. We are definitely at an hour 20. Um, here is the Empress. And I want to read this out of the spirit. Business. Here we go. The patch tarot. Okay, but I am using all. Let's like take a moment. Look how fucking beautiful this is. Oh, Halloween. Yep, I am not. I'm not going back now. We're only in Halloween. Okay, so the Empress. The appearance of the Empress is an invitation to become connected with the beauty in the world and the beauty within yourself. She is nurturing, embodying the motherly energy of both the planet and those who take care of each other. When you draw this card, it is an indication to express your female energy and get connected with someone who can support and nurture your own growth or spend time in nature with the great mother herself. 
Yes. That's the relationship side of it. Are your relationships Mm -hmm. nurturing? Okay. So yeah, that's the nurture. So we finally get to use the Mabon fucking deck. So this will be for quite a while. We'll be using this. So we got wool. Oh my God. I fucking, okay. You were woven with an embrace, protected love and the familiarity of finally being home. Your higher self chose this card because you need to be reminded that self-care comes in many forms. Sometimes getting dressed in the morning is what you need to feel motivated, renewed, and powerful, while other times it's standing your ground and saying no. When wool comes to your reading, it's to guide you to find self-care in the small moments of life. That can mean snuggling up in your favorite blanket or finding a quiet corner to dig into a beloved book for the 15th time. It could mean buying a little cabin in the woods somewhere. (laughs) I said that yesterday. Off the beaten path or heading home for a few days so your parents can hold you and tell you it'll be all right. Okay. There are some (laughs) places that just feel like home and some things such as the security blanket that make you feel safe. Receiving this card is your sign that that's what you need now more than anything else is the feeling of something familiar. Wait before starting something new or making decisions. Instead, seek out time to reconnect with what gave you the feeling of peace and ease. Feeling safe allows you to evaluate your situation from a secure place rather than one of fear and anxiety. You will be able to see your circumstances from the outside rather than standing right in the middle. Mm. If you have pulled this card. Okay, no, it's it's staying with another card. Okay, so that's amazing. Can I say something about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what I really love about it is it's bringing up the fact that a lot of people say think of self-care as like something they schedule in. Yeah. Like, no, self-care is a moment by moment by moment yeah. thing. It is like, how Choice. am I taking care of myself? That goes back to you being the highest authority and taking care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to, then you're going to be able to see if you take care of yourself first, then you'll see the other person's perspective. You'll be able to better. Right. Yeah. You have to, you have to comfort and take care of yourself first. Then you can be like, how does this other person feel? Yep. Okay, then we got the other Halloween Oracle. Okay, I don't think that I said this, but it is the Seasons of the Witch, Maybon Oracle. This is Lorraine Anderson. For the rest of, I think I have all of the Seasons of the Witches that are made so far. So I'm excited because this, I, 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 uh, this is my favorite season. Okay, so. This next one is the Halloween Oracle, uh, Stacy DeMarco, and it's the Skull of Light. <laughs> Illumination. Um. Oh, I didn't even fucking hang on. Okay, here we go. We can stay in the dark, exist only in the midnight hours, but shining the torch, the victory is ours. Oh, it rhymes. Okay. As the famous psychotherapist Jung suggested, knowing our own darkness helps us cope with the darkness of others. Taking the time to know thyself and to seek understanding 
of our more destructive or shadow natures can lead to huge happiness and less anxiety. This is such a good one. The idea of being shown the way in the most difficult times and always knowing that we are never alone in the darkness are the keys to this magical element. Light is usually a comfort thing. Yet sometimes we do not really want to see the boogeyman under the bed. It's too scary, too big. And we all know how to, we know not, fuck. Okay. It's too big and we know not how to defeat it. Yet by simply shining the torch upon such darkness, the victory is ours. Should the skull of light enter your life, know that it is time to open yourself fully to the clarity of bright illumination. Allow yourself to be seen and to see and to act upon what is shown to you. Wow. The time has passed for hiding, <laughs> for pretending, and for swallowing our discomfort by accepting the status quo when it really doesn't suit us. Shit. So let me show you an example too. Me, Libra, doing shadow work. If I am sitting there and I get triggered and I'm like, man, this person was really fucking inconsiderate to me. Fuck, you know, like you're just like, oh, I'm triggered. You're yeah. in that trigger. Then now I say, oh, this is like, you know, compassion. It's okay. You feel triggered. Um, you, you're triggered from this because sometimes you're too considerate and maybe you need to be, cause that's my shadow. Right. Yeah. And I, and, and then I'm How able to be like, nurture yourself. Oh, yeah. And then I'm able to look at this person who was just, who I just perceived as inconsiderate and see their side after that and see their shadow at play and give them compassion and forgiveness. But it starts, mm. it starts with myself. And I think too, that like with shadow work in the, in the illumination of it all, again, it comes to us. Like we notice it in those moment by moment yeah. triggers. We don't go out there and search for it. It comes right to us. Mm -hmm. And those are the perfect moments to use that splenic awareness and that intuition and be like, ah, here's my moment to be doing this. How can I take care of myself, give myself comfort, explore my shadows so I can move Slow through. Slow down. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Oh, how can you nurture yourself? in those small little moments, what are your little comfort things? Just like me earlier, like, okay, I need my little, like, I gotta calm down and slow down. They say the opposite of triggers is glimmers, you know, like triggers are what puts you on edge and give you negative emotions on and on but your glimmers are like the things that make you feel safe make you feel happy make you feel excited like how can you create create more glimmers and notice them collect the evidence for those you know stop collecting the evidence of all your triggers uh, crystals are my glimmers oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at this little duck ah <laughs> oh, look at this little duck <laughs> oh okay guys it's it's a lot but it's also okay because i did i did this last week and you made fun of me i just remembered that <laughs> you didn't make fun of me you just like, well it's said, another I love it's how a... you do that you say like it's such a mom it's okay yeah. though you know 
but it comes in well it's another shit week but you got this kid yep yep <laughs> i mean the 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 positives of this is that change is happening and it's good we've needed it it's fucking needed it's just really uncomfortable so find your little comfort things find your little moments i just fucking cleaned and made the shed so comfortable as well as little claire's room so fucking comfortable so i am ready to nest so do that too sacred space in your head and outside change your perspective look at things from a more positive lens yeah please check out all of our fucking shit and Guys, Waking the Witch is coming up so fucking soon. It is so scary. I cannot believe that. Um, Yeah, tickets are still on sale. Um, Please be booking your tickets, getting them, because it is going to sell out. Um, Make sure that you, if you want to go, you're going. Um, We are still running our special for the... um, sacred seance so i'm struggling i'm I'm doing it though (laughs) (laughs) even guys even if it's like you don't get this in before halloween i think this is a really cool special for this time of year as well like when people are gathering with their family and we're kind of starting to get into that more hearthy kind of energy of Mm. like being in our home and the apple cider and the cinnamon and the pumpkin spice and everything so like Mm -hmm. yeah perfect perfect timing to have a party yeah, because when it gets cold, people are like, oh, how do I how do I live? What do I go do? It's like, okay. <laughs> how do I live? Well, that's what people always think that way when it comes to like winter time and stuff. And it's my oh, fucking right. favorite time of the year. And I'm like, all right, let's have party. You know, like have people mm-hmm. over like that's that this could be a party, you know um this this is i fucking love this season so and that is what they did back in the day you know they would have their harvest and then they could just celebrate their harvest and like chill with their families and get fat and drink wine yeah exactly eat drink and be merry (laughs) was that your mom dave matthews band uh yeah actually oh my god all right well make sure you're checking out all the links we have individual stuff going on we have um all kinds of stuff i am back from colorado i am going to be plugged in now and we're going to be talking about lots of stuff coming up so pay attention to all of the things and erica take the rest of the shit Please, please, please make sure that you are liking, sharing, subscribing, setting the intention for the for the good light workers out there to be to be friends with the algorithm. You know, that's what I want. I don't I don't want anything else but to be friends with the algorithm. So I know that what we're saying is going to the right people at the right time for the right vibes and the right reasons. Yeah. So thank you for your support. Love you guys. Love you. See you next week.